Well, well, well. Hopefully, you've been making some very interesting comments lately. And well, to be 100% honest, I actually agree with him on what he was saying. What it also does, it contradicts a lot of stuff he's done in the past. It shows what a hypocrite, a flyer, a fo and a phony and a fraud Paul Vasquez is. And I'll get into it. They made comments on a conference call recently about, you know, they talked about the all women's pay-per-view here. He said that equality should be equality. 100% right, he's been saying that for the longest time. And that uh, if he asked for an all men show, how people would complain about that. Absolutely, that's true. So, and it's right, it should actually be an integration, it should be everyone on there. I don't think any of there should be an all men show, I don't think there should be an all women show. If you just integrate things properly, that's fine. And he even mentioned how an all women's pay per view or a follow up evolution isn't a priority right now. Again, fine here that it should be because it didn't draw. Let's be honest, if it was a big success, then you do another one. But frankly, it wasn't, so he's quite right in that sense. However, it's the reasoning behind it and the timing behind it. The reason why he's doing it is because he's having a shot at Ricky James. It's not because he's not just kind of suddenly came out the blue and said this. He's just having a shot back at Ricky James. And here's the thing, because Ricky uh, James is like, apparently producing a, an all-women's pay-per-view for MW, which is fine if they want to do that, that's great. But, here's the thing. But, You'd have to be an idiot not to realise that he's just having a shot at Mickey James, let's be real, especially after she called out WWE's bullshit with the whole saying stuff in the, in, the, in the bin bags. Let's be honest, that's another reason why he's a phony, I'll get to that in a minute. But, let's be honest, it's almost like he's worried about NWA having a shot back at NWA. Look, nobody fucking watches that, I'm sorry. Apparently the latest pay-per-view did less than 500 buys. Why are you having a shot back at a company? Like that, that nobody watches. Look, there's good talents there, I know that. You've got, like, obviously, it's great that Velvet Sky's a commentator now, that's cool. I'm a Velvet Sky fan now, that's great. You've got Pam Terrell now, which is great. And I always like that. And so, yeah, there's good female talents and things there, of course. And of course, I, I've got a funny feeling Mickey James is going to land up there once I get the Mickey Day No Compete thing. Uh, is up there. That would seem almost inevitable at this point. But, why are you having to be NWA? Nobody fucking watches it. Are you so much in the wrestling bubble that you have to take a shot at such a small company that no one cares about? And that brings me to another point. Remember when the first evolution got announced? Right, we're in the, the clock's bag, nearly three years. It was the opening segment of a Raw that went on for about 20 odd minutes and it dragged on. And there were two people in the ring announcing this. They had all the women standing up like a bunch of children. And they and were top down and and I patronised, hey, you should be grateful, look what we're doing for you. It was not only Stephanie, but Triple H was there. The pair of them were just as bad as each other, sitting there, standing there, patting each other on the back, saying, oh, look at how progressive we are, aren't we amazing? And making it all about themselves. But now he doesn't, now, I didn't even realise that an old woman's paper he doesn't draw. Now he's sitting there saying, oh yeah, it's not a priority anymore, you know, it's not a priority. So, you know, you weren't saying that back in 2018 there, pal. You were a hypocrite. The reasons why you're making these comments, while I agree with you, it's, you are hypocritical, Paul Vasquez. Absolutely. Oh, and you can just imagine what Stephanie's been like when she hears this. She's been the biggest drum basher for feminism, feminazism in, in wrestling. She's like, yeah, hi, what's your comment? 
fact you don't want that whole women's paper anywhere. You shouldn't have that. Did you drive that thing? And you can't have an all men's show. Who would I have for that? Because you need me to come out to a masculine thing. Yeah. It's definitely. I get very upset by NWA having a. Having a little women's pay-per-view. No one of our competitors is going to tank the audience so much that I'm worried about the NWA. They're like, shut up, honey. You honestly, you have absolutely jumped the shark now there, pal. And we come another one. Another comment he makes about how the fans are fickle and things like that. I don't remember the exact quotes or things like that. He talks about how the fans overanalyze everything, blah, blah, blah. He says something about either watch it or don't. Again, 100% agree with him. I actually 100% agree with him on this one. He's right. Because the fans, they're always going to watch this fucking shit anyway. So, the, the ones that go on about things 24 7 constantly, they're always going to watch it. So, you know, it, it is what it is. However, who's catered to these people? You know? Who's catered to these people? Because it's not the casual audience that you don't want to cater to. They're not sitting over analyzing everything because basically they've all disappeared the last few years and they've disappeared more and more the more he's got his way. Now, let's be honest, who's this a lot of this is Triple H's own fault because not only did he listen to this hardcore nightbeard fan base, not only did he cater to them, he has actually bent over backwards to give them everything they, what they want. And what happens? They're still not fucking happy. Seriously, these people are never going to be happy unless they're unhappy. That's why they're that man. They're, they're like that. They've got nothing in their lives outside of wrestling, so they're always going to sit and whine and complain. And yet, Triple H, you have catered to these people and actually went out your way to give them what they want. And it's still not enough. It's still not enough. And yet, and now you're turning around making these comments? Yeah, I agree with you, but it's your own fucking fault for catering to these people and chasing away the normal fans. There you go. It is what it is. And now you've got... And... If you look at it as well, NXT now. NXT, and I, don't, I wonder if the reason for this comment is because NXT has been such a miserable failure and deep down inside, who knows it was a mistake catering to these people. NXT now runs unopposed on a Tuesday and its ratings are still miserable. The ratings still going down. They're not against the AEW now, they've made wrestling competition now. And it's still miserable. Still miserable. And now they're now deep down inside he's thinking, I made a big mistake killer killing my beards. They're never happy. I'm still unhappy. And why did I do it? So and well, there you go. There you go. It's coming home to roost now, isn't it? And if you look at it, you, there's all these rumours, I don't like for it, is that Vince McMahon's prepping to sell, especially with the cuts, the releases and things like that. That could very well be the case. I'm not trying to be an expert in these things, but quite often you'll streamline things before prepping to sell to make the books look better. If Vince McMahon does sell, rather than giving it to Triple H and Stephanie, that just shows what a pair of miserable failures they've been, because the more and more their influence has gotten in, not just with NXT, but on the main roster product, because the main roster product actually mirrors NXT quite a lot with the long 25 minute matches, and now with all Triple H's darlings like 
Bianca Bellier and Rhea Ripley now getting monster pushes when frankly they both suck. There you go, that tells you a lot. That tells you Vince McMahon has no confidence in Triple H and Stephanie. He'd rather it went to a third party, like NBC Universe seems to be the, the main one they want. To be fair, I'd rather be sold it to Disney. Not because I, I know people would say, oh, it made the cult, the, the product more childish. It's like, the product's a bit childish, you know, anyway, it doesn't really matter. But the product going forward is dead anyway. Wrestling's future is dead. There's no saving it now. But at least if you put it on Disney, you, then you could put the WWE Network collection on Disney Plus. So I could actually go back and watch all the old stuff while we're on the Disney Plus subscription. Because I only subscribe to the WWE Network when I want to watch something periodically, like if there's a pay-per-view on that I do want to watch. Like, for example, if Alexa's book for a pay-per-view, which, to be honest, you often isn't these days, but whatever that is what it is, I'll put it on then, but then I'll just cancel it. So I'll just maybe put it on for a month here or there. Whereas, whereas if you put it on Disney Plus, which I'm always going to be subscribing to, at least I can go back and watch the old stuff here. Like when wrestling is good, I don't care about the future of the product because, let's be honest, there's, there's no hope for it. Like, let's be real. It's been ran into the ground partly because of Triple H. So, you know, if you put it on Disney Plus, that's fine. And plus, they've got the star thing as well. You've got your pin number and things, so they might not cut the more edgy stuff. They might just let it go because they've got like R rated films like David Cronenberg's The Fly in there. So, they might not necessarily cut the attitude of this stuff the way that Peacock apparently do in the States. I don't know how it works there. But I, I apparently hearing bad things about it. but. That could be the start of it. Then sold the network to a third party, so there you go. However, I digress. I digress. So, and the other thing is, I have to point out, he makes this comment about how the best female wrestlers in the, in the world are in WWE. What do you know about that? Because, let's be honest, he wants to push especially Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley is a miserable failure. And the smarts that are clamouring for her to come to the main roster and win the title straight away and now complaining about it. Well, it's your own fault. Again, Triple H hated to these people, so there you go. Whereas you've got somebody like Ty Conte, who's now just signed a partnership with uh, a media group or something, I can't remember the name of it, but she's now, uh, and she even sent a tweet the other day saying thank you for allowing me to do TVW, for allowing me to do stuff and grow outside of the ring. She'd never had this opportunity in WWE with all the micromanagement, but Ty Conte is actually a rating job, because she has actually, her segments are quite often you know, the highest rated ones on AEW. Which shows that there's a fluke back in NXT when the first time they actually beat AEW in a headband segment was a pre-con match. But what did Triple H do with it? Nothing. Didn't even put it on TV in NXT. So what would we know about what the best women wrestlers are? What about the women's wrestlers that actually draw? And pre-conti is doing great. It's doing great for herself now. Even not just getting much, a bit much better push from the sounds of things in AEW, but she's actually doing stuff outside the ring. And as I always said, marketable. Somebody who's as marketable as that. Another media group have now snatched her up and then she's living in a Beverly Hills mansion. I've got all got to be moving in the Beverly Hills mansion for her. Good for her. She deserves it because WWE and Triple H specifically dropped the ball big time on her. So there you have it. Just a little few conversations there. While I agree with Triple H's comments, he has just shown what a phony kind of fraud he truly is. So, thanks so much for listening.